She leaned against her desk, casually, when Detective Brian Fuller of the Austin PD strode in, casual in stonewashed jeans, his trademark crisp white shirt and navy jacket. A rugby tie hung long and low, loose around his thick neck. What brings you slumming today, Brian? She purred, admiring the way he admired her. Uh, give yourself more credit, Roxy, he said, lips full amidst his three-day stubble. You're at least the fourth P.I. I've tried today. She chuckled, offered him the chair across from her desk as she took hers behind it. He sat, eyes playful, smile crooked. How are things down at the precinct? Roxy asked, voice more wistful than she'd intended. He shrugged, shoulders broad in his cheap jacket. She believed it was the same one he'd worn when she was still on the force five years earlier. You know how it is, Rox, he said, using her detective's nickname. Same shit, different case number. Which is why I left the force, she reminded him playfully. He chuckled, making her heart flutter. For years, the two had worked side by side, solving cases on the fly, using his whip-crack smarts and her balls to file case after case. The sexual tension had been hot and heavy, but... Every time they tried to act on it, something came up. The locker room door would swing open, or he'd be in a relationship, or she would. The timing was never right, and then, too soon, they were no longer partners. <laughs> That's why you left the force? He laughed, shaking his head. <laughs> I thought it had something to do with your extracurricular activities. Those being winning one too many amateur night contests at the Jug and Tug Strip Club. That was hardly cause for, and then sleeping with the judges afterward. He interrupted, wagging a judgmental finger. She shrugged, only vaguely embarrassed, and in fact, feeling a little spicy at the memory. I was still a damn good detective, she reminded him, and sobering slightly, he nodded in agreement. Why do you think I'm here today, Rox? He said. I need your help. She sat up, slightly, ever alert for a paying job. You got a case? She asked. Listen, I'd handle it myself, he bluffed, avoiding her eyes slightly. But we're so damn busy down at the station, and trust me, this one sounds right up your alley. She smirked. How's that? We've got a rich, older husband, a B-list actress, a potential lover, a housekeeper who's clammed up, and... It sounds like a bad detective novel, she mused, toying with him. As much as she wanted the job... Giving Brian Fuller the satisfaction was a major stumbling block. Then again, she'd always found it hard to say no to the guy. <laughs> like I said, he chuckled. Right up your alley. Very funny, hotshot, she replied. If it's such an easy case, why haven't you solved it already? He shrugged. Like I said, Rox, busy, busy. So, you want it or not? He stood, as if he might walk out, and she laughed. So, which is this, your good cop or your bad cop? He turned, laughing too. Help me out, Roxy, will you? It'll be good for you, good for me, and who knows? Might even soothe old wounds back at the station. She smirked. Admitting you got me fired would be a start, Brian. Come on, Rox, not that old song and dance. She held her hands up in surrender, smiling to watch him squirm. Fine, Brian, just... Send me the case file and I'll see what I can do, he chuckled, standing uncomfortably close as she reached for the door. It's already on your boy toy's desk in the reception area, Rox, he chuckled, nodding to a spot on the floor. And <laughs> next time I'll remember to call ahead so you have time to uh, 
Get dressed. He shuffled away as Roxy stared in horror, spying her panties damp and curled in a lump on the other side of her desk.